0: Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Season 3 of Sequelizers. This is a show all about fixing bad sequels to good movies. If there was a good movie followed by a terrible sequel, you better believe we're going to try and fix it. Things are a little different around here for Season 3. Instead of releasing one episode every two weeks, we're going to be releasing an episode every week. It's all the same content, but we're splitting the usual format in half and discussing the terrible sequel in the first part, and then reading our team's pitches and discussing them in more detail in the second half. Don't worry, it's the same podcast, the same sequel fixing as ever, just a slightly different format. I'm your host, Jack Chambers, and joining me are the two teams of titular sequelizers. The first team we have, Mr. Alec Plowman. Yo! And Mr. Stuart Ashen. Hello. And their opponents, Mr. Tim Matum. Ahoy there. And Matt Dogden. Fuck
1: you, asshole.
0: <laughs> oh god, straight off the bat, you just got in there. Of, uh, so if you, if you had... 15 seconds for how quickly until an Arnie impression, you just won the sweepstakes, (laughs) listeners. If you hadn't already guessed, this episode is about fixing a franchise that, began incredibly strongly and then Mm. fell off a goddamn cliff after this third movie. We're going to be talking about 2003's Terminator 3 Rise of the Machines.
2: Yay. Yay.
0: Yay. I don't mind it. You're wrong, Matthew. I'm I'm going
2: to second this dickhead over here. Hey,
1: hello.
3: I discovered I don't hate it anywhere near as much as most people. I discovered
0: actually. I hate it more than
3: I remember. <laughs> 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 this going to be a good episode.
0: <laughs> We've been dangerously mild so far.
3: Some
2: so would say this somewhere.
0: is my Independence Day because <laughs> I don't like T two. No, I don't Day? dare say that in a room.
2: Yeah, with yeah. No. I, will, I will. I will fucking cut you.
1: <laughs> I I would say that T two. Um, well, oh, not this again. <laughs> Let's just sit down and have a rational conversation as human beings and strap Alec into the chair because he's going to have a problem. I say at T2, as much as I really enjoy it as a standalone piece, I can see him twitching in the corner of my eye. Um,
2: You're just just about to say, just think very carefully about how wrong you're about to be um, with what you're saying.
1: I, I genuinely believe it's the sequel that probably shouldn't exist because it pisses all over its own... Law and franchise and ideas and makes so many fucking problems as does every other sequel of this franchise <laughs> oh god yeah
2: where on is basis- genesis <laughs> 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 on the basis of what matt said we've already won by default right <laughs> Pretty that's much, that's yeah. okay cool oh uh, yeah, cool bullshit
0: <laughs> so to give this film some context it is as you probably already know a follow-up to like two of the most iconic and influential sci-fi movies ever made an '80s classic, a '90s classic, and then when the early 2000s, oh god, it's all gone horribly wrong. Weird special effects, weird shit like that. It's not the worst of the Terminator films because it's followed by Salvation and Genesis. Yeah, Jesus Christ! <laughs> because fucking hell, those it, movies. I still haven't seen Genesis, but I have seen. I have now seen Salvation. Yeah. And that is a piece of shit. Yeah, as well. I, I
1: watched yeah. Terminator 3 and thought, eh, it's not good, but there are some really strong ideas here and it's not awful in its execution. It is, it is an acceptable film. It just, again, much like a lot of these other sequels, it follows two of the greatest films of all time, arguably. But Terminator Salvation is such a piss in the face Mm -hmm. in terms of everything. There is almost nothing redeemable in the film at all. And then Genesis came out and I thought, well, you know, it's reboot territory. We're now in this stage where we're doing so many revisits of of classic properties. And it was just so fucking horrifically monstrous. It was terrifyingly bad. I thought nothing could be worse than Salvation.
4: Genesis is such a weird hodgepodge of a film it's like they're trying to make three different films at the same time yeah. and you can see at the very base like oh okay maybe there's the fraction of a good idea in here and then it just gets steamrolled over and it just comes out the end it's it's a it's it's a camel it's a it's a horse made by yeah. committee you know um <laughs>
3: I've never seen Salvation or Genesis. You're oh, a lucky, you're a lucky yeah. man, I John. never planned to. I'm sure I will one day by accident, but uh, fall down a get hole. get to and just season 25 to and we
0: have to. Oh, no. No. <laughs> We're sequelizing no, the bad no. sequels to bad movies. <laughs> 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 to the Jaws 4 time, everybody, and we all want oh, to kill wow. ourselves. I, c-
4: I can remember a couple of years ago, I've, I've never seen Salvation, but I had a weirdly detailed dream about what I thought it was about. <laughs> and then I want to dis- watch that. And then described it to Matt, and he was like, yeah, that's better than the, the yeah. than the actual...
2: I assume, uh, I assume that dream is your pitch, pitch today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I
1: don't think it is actually. No, thing. no. But uh, it was good. But when we win, we've never won a first episode, but when we win this episode, we'll do that one. Yeah, a yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, when.
0: <laughs> so I'll give a look, quick synopsis for everybody. Strap yourselves in, ladies
1: and gentlemen. It's going to get confusing with lots of acronyms and random numbers and stuff, because that's... A film full of robots. should probably pray yourself, because I imagine both yours and our picture is going to be the exact same thing. <laughs> the SQ6000 <laughs> and, and the TX1 million. As well. yep. Oh, God. Stereo anyway.
0: instructions. Set more than 10 years after Terminator 2, John Connor now exists only as a drifter, living off the grid. So no more Terminators for the future can hunt him down. Unfortunately, Skynet does send another one back, and this one is called the TX, even more powerful and advanced than the dreaded T1000. However, another Arnie Terminator is also sent back to protect John against the TX. Now Skynet is patiently assuming control of civilian computer systems under the guise of a computer virus. And John has also met his future wife, Kate Brewster, whose father, a US Air Force general, is in charge of the military computer systems and is leery of uplinking Skynet. However, when the Skynet virus infects the US military computers and leaves the country open to attack, the machines begin their horrific takeover. Soon, a nuclear war will result and the war against the machines will begin. Can the outdated 101 Terminator eliminate the highly advanced TX, or will a dark future await mankind following the nuclear war?
1: See, based on the description, that doesn't sound awful. Sounds all right. Except yeah. for the fact that TX is not an advanced model, it's ten models back. Yeah. <laughs> it just has boobs. Pretty much. Pretty Bit much. It
2: Stands for Terminatrix.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
4: oh,
0: God.
1: Yep.
2: I didn't yep. make that up. That's that a real yeah, thing, yeah.
0: ladies and gentlemen, and we're sorry on behalf of uh, the world. The, the world.
4: <laughs> yeah. And they, they, they try and make it, they try and justify like, oh, actually it's more advanced because it's, it's got the liquid metal skin, but underneath it's also got weapons. And then they barely use those yeah. weapons. And there's a, there's a moment we're, where they're we're
0: like, we're definitely going to get into that. It has all then,
4: these yeah. options, like flamethrower and blah and blah and blah. Yeah. And then you like, it uses
3: two throughout yep. the course of yep. the film. And both of them are just spitballs. <laughs> 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 it's
1: a giant straw.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, God, it's so advanced.
0: So before we tuck into why Terminator 3 needs sequelising, of course, I need you guys to guess the Rotten Tomatoes oh, percentage oh, scores for Terminator it's gonna 3. It's going
3: to be pretty high. I'm going to go in at 73. Whoa! 70,
0: 73 from Stuart Ashen.
2: Uh, 58
0: 58 a little bit lower from Alec Tim I'm going to go somewhere in the
4: middle and go for 63 okay no I'm
1: going 40s I'm going to say 45 40s i well. just remember
3: that Rotten Tomatoes is an aggregate of professional reviews it, it is yes. oh
0: <laughs> continue <laughs> you're also the closest what oh, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> it's 69 dudes <laughs> hey ha nice oh. ha ha Yep, with an average score of 6.6 6 out of 10. And basically what well, that tells you, and as I found out in my research, it was quite favourably reviewed when it was released. I,
1: I, people yeah. didn't
0: think it was that bad. It's getting like sevens and eights out of 10 and stuff. And then a few people were like, ah, it's not as good as the first two though, is it? Like Ebert wasn't particularly fond of it. Our old pal, Roger yeah. Ebert, come back again. Uh-huh. He's actually on my side and he wasn't too keen on it. I think he still gave it like two or two and a half stars. That's, that's, I would use yeah, the same thing. I mean, yeah. it's not okay. competent, but yeah. yeah. And since we're on the topic of Rotten Tomatoes, can you guys, in the same vein as the Godfather trilogy, guess the ratings for T1 and T2 respectively? Oh, fucking hell. I'll give you a clue. They're both higher than T3.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to say it's going to be interesting. Because Terminator 1, I bet it's a bit low. People are still like, oh, it's bloody awful. Too dark. It's I do so not understand 80s. this. Like 85. Yeah,
4: yeah I'd, I'd imagine it was probably
1: one of those ones that was a bit yeah. underappreciated. And then T2's the going to be like 95 or something stupid. I'm going 83
3: and 89 okay
2: i'm going uh low 90s for both of them 92 and 91 percent okay mm.
0: okay tim any
4: ideas i'm gonna say mm, i'm gonna say about 79 for t1
0: and then 92 for t2 interesting so yeah terminator 1 is 83 percent terminator 2 is 93 yeah that sounds about right. Ooh, sort interesting. Of right
2: interesting i think is mm. yeah I'm yeah. guessing that's based on reviews contemporary to when the films came out. Yes. Because Terminator was a bit of a sleeper, wasn't it? Exactly. Yeah. I
1: don't imagine a lot of people now would say, Terminator, piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, some people might, because they're idiots. So,
0: why does Terminator 3 need sequelising, gents? Should we get into it? <sighs> I mean...
1: Yeah. Ah, that was me in the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> um Before we get on to the negatives, I actually want to point out two or three little positives that I think redeem it. Personally, and then they are really small little things. I know which two you're talking about, Matt, and they're on that Builder board, am I right yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Um, no, no. The, the things that really, I think, stand out to me uh, are little things. Like, for example, the idea that Brewster's father is in the military, and the idea that it was social media, not about social media, because it wasn't really a thing, but the idea of computers and blogging, that it was always with us, that kind of thing. And that when the TX reaches for John Connor's leg something that robots never do in films, she grips his ankle and just shreds it. She immediately mm-hmm. crushes it. Because that's genius. I'm so sick of seeing people punching, kicking, and fighting away robots. Um, and you know, it's like, no, no, that is a vice. That is a mechanical vice. That is a piston <laughs> grip. That will just maul your leg. Little things like that. I think this is a really good stuff. But the overall premise and everything else that goes into it is just unfortunately very weak. And the fact that I don't mind Nick Stahl... He's no goddamn John Connor mm. at all. Mm. I agree. I agree. I
2: think the issue with Terminator Three is that it's a movie that was very much made in the shadow of its predecessor by the people that didn't make that first film, that second film rather. And I think the absence of James Cameron, I, I think you had people then scrambling and going, "What do we? What do we do about this? We it needs to be kind of the same as the second one." It needs to be different enough, but it needs to be similar enough that viewers are getting what they want. And you end up with a movie that's a retread a lot of the time, because narratively, it really just follows more or less the same beats as the, as the second one, really. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fairly similar concept. And it's okay for that, that's the first problem with it is that there's not really a lot of creative license there to do anything really interesting other than the ending which we'll come on to at the minute which actually works quite well the trick ending is is one of the few really great moments in that film but i think the second problem is that it when it comes out the time it's made it's a very self-aware movie at a time when movies were very self-aware we were this sort of post tarantino era where postmodernism is a big thing mm-hmm. so it's this idea that it's a terminator movie that knows it's a terminator movie so it has to kind of play with your expectations and be self-aware and have all of the talk to the hand and all of these kinds of jokes and and that stuff to me just takes me completely out of the moment of it as a movie i stopped believing in that movie the instant arnold schwarzenegger puts on l john on sunglasses mm. yeah
0: yeah almost all of the jokes are like self-referential weird callbacks that if you haven't seen the other two make no sense and have no context whatsoever hmm.
2: and also that the characters shouldn't be aware of it's the thing yeah it's a rewritten timeline that audiences yeah. are aware of but mm-hmm. that the characters aren't so it doesn't make sense that they would find this funny these observations it's entirely done for the for the audience which is a huge problem in any script, pretty much, unless it's like
0: Deadpool and you're breaking the fourth wall or something. Mm -hmm. Having said that, Deadpool would make a pretty ridiculous entry into the Terminator (laughs) universe. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Present Cable. (laughs) Exactly. He's kind of a cyborg. He's a Terminator-running cyborg, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly.
3: Just to go back to the ending being very strong when I was watching it in the cinema and it is very much a retread of T2 and there's nothing particularly unpredictable happening and it's you know there's some nice action scenes with the lottery but I'm kind of getting to the end I nearly stood and cheered when it actually ended and gave me an ending I wasn't expecting yes Mm.
1: something has happened the ending for me redeems a lot of the film it sounds an unfair thing but then I would say the same thing about La La Land um, where the film is like eh but the ending makes it like actually that elevates the whole thing just for that one moment you go that was a ballsy move that's actually and in the visual of it especially at the time of the the cgi of the nukes going off it's quite impressive and to see it in a cinema as well it's like that's you don't often see a film ending with the world getting nuclear war yeah Yeah. Yeah. and it opens up to a really potential genuinely interesting sequel of like now we get to see the war this is going to be cool because that's kind of the thing. Terminator one and two don't really end on there'll be a sequel. They almost uh, b- both of them definitively end, and that's it. I mean, the one the first one ends on a really odd, the future isn't written kind of thing. Why is it going out? on um, it's a bit of a head fuck kind of thing. Second one's like, nope, ends the metal, into the into the lava. Done. That's him. Done. That's the story. Done. But well,
2: this is this is the weird thing, of course, with Terminator two is you really get the feeling that James Cameron was like, I'm, I'm drawing a line under this. Like, you really get the feeling he didn't want to make any more, and. That they're then struggling to he's written into a corner at that point and, and it's like what do we do how do we make another one and this is the result of that and is therefore kind it's of a reset. yeah yeah.
1: Reset,
4: yeah, i think it's interesting because when you go back to the, the the first terminator um it has these sci-fi trappings of time travel and uh rope Rob- killer robots from the future mm. but really it's a very pared down kind of thriller almost like a horror film mm. with a, this yeah. implacable yeah. uh foe chasing after people in a similar vein to alien and predator both kind of each franchise kind
0: of starts off in a yeah. similar kind of vein yeah and, yeah and
4: i think you know one of the problems that we can you know track across the the entirety of it is that it's a franchise that doesn't really start off being about time travel or robots, but the longer it goes on, the more it has to be about time travel and robots. And that means it's pulling away from the things that originally made it great. And if you you either have to kind of lean into that and accept, okay, well it's it's gonna be something different, or you'll you have to kind of find a way around that. Yeah, I think Terminator Three is this point where it's kind of like we say, you've got to the end of Terminator Two and seemingly, you know, James Cameron's reached this conclusion and to then come back and go, well, actually we want to tell more in this story. It puts it in a really awkward place just in terms of how it plays out.
0: We mentioned James Cameron not returning, and that is obviously a big part of this, the the problem with this film. And he said it himself that T1 and T2, he's finished his story. He told the story he wanted to tell in that universe. There's no need for an an extra one. And the studios were just like, well, we'll just get some other guy. (laughs) We don't need James Cameron. You probably needed James Cameron. And uh, yeah, there's a weird kind of like... I mean, there's a ridiculous deleted scene. Do you guys know about the delete? I assume you yeah, do, yeah, being I do, Alec yeah. being a, a giant Terminator nerd. It, it is a but shitty scene. I doesn't. haven't seen it until researching for this <laughs> for this episode. Is, and Is this the one where they come
3: up with the voice? Oh, yes. Uh, oh, yes. yes.
0: Um, basically trying to explain why Arnie keeps coming back and why he that model is being reused basically and for the listeners who don't know it's like a group of scientists are gathering around trying to make this like promotional video for for the for the robots and the Terminators and uh, I've got the character name here of Chief Master Sergeant William Candy which is Schwarzenegger with a deep southern accent (laughs) and uh, he explains he's been chosen as the the model for the project And then they're like, well, I don't know if your accent's necessarily appropriate for, like, a a killer robot if we're going to be using this kind of thing. like, And another random scientist chirps and goes, well, how about my voice? And it's Schwarzenegger overdubbing some other guy. It's like, what the... That doesn't explain anything. But why (laughs) does... It's also that
2: thing of, and again, references for the audience that make no sense in the universe. Why does that need to be there? There's a question that didn't need answering. Anyway. In the same way that, like... It could have looked like his creator or whatever,
0: like the lead scientist could have just been Schwarzenegger. Why have this weird dubbing voice swap thing? <laughs> yeah. That's so arbitrary because an Austrian accent is so much more believable than a Southern American accent. Like, <laughs> What? It's arbitrary. It doesn't make any sense.
1: Yeah, it's, it's the idea that... Uh, the, the thing is, people watch, again, Terminator, the first film, there's almost no comedy in it. I mean, there's a few little bits like, you're dead, honey, that kind of and, and then And there's lines. now iconic lines that have become... they become very funny. They've become yeah. funny through, like, The Simpsons referencing exactly, it and shit like that. Exactly, yeah, they go, the, pop the culture. Yeah, it. the cultural footprint makes them more present and then they become funny because of it. The second one has a quite a bit of levity to it, mostly because of, you know, young bratty John Connor talking and effectively programming this uh, robot. and just, mm. It becomes you know, it's more endearing. And the problem was they've escalated... That more than pushing visual effects and pushing uh, practical effects and all those sorts of things, and rather than doing really interesting stuff, they've said, "Well, it was quite funny." It's like, where was it fucking funny? I think we're
4: part of the problem is we've got into the the time when Arnie was, you know, he was past his kindergarten cop thing, and yeah. and a lot of the films he was trying to be more family friendly, and you know, just he was gone being action hero. Yeah, movie. yeah, he was about to make his pivot into politics. You know, he yeah. doesn't want to be um you know telling people to fuck off in the
0: film
2: (laughs) this is uh it's a weird thing as well tonally this movie because it was an r in the states and it was a 12a over here oh interesting and it it really pushes hard for a 12a because there's some stuff in there that you really don't expect to get but it it is certainly it's soft enough that it would get a different rating categorization versus the first and the second one which were hard r Mm. um yeah, but there is some there is one good joke, I think, in the movie. In oh. the entire film which <laughs> Please is don't say where, the boob thing. <laughs> no. It's the um the bit where they're in the back of the R V and Kate Brewster I says know. to John Connor, Well, maybe we can stop Judgment Day. Maybe we can fix it and you know, look, you've done it before. And he's like, Yeah, you're right. And Terminator turns around and goes, Your levity is good. It helps relieve tension and fear of death. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, like, and it cuts through. And the, it's also yeah. amazing because it's foreshadowing. Because it's like, because no, you can, and mm. he knows you can. Exactly. And, but, but that's the only joke in the entire film that I think lands. Everything else is just <laughs> the other
0: what a hundred minutes. And yeah, change.
2: Oh look, the psychiatrist from the second film has showed oh, up inexplicably. God,
0: <laughs> Why? Just as a
4: very minor point, it is a film of terrible off-screen deaths. It kills, <laughs> it kills off Sarah Connor, yes, like yes. with leukemia or, or something. I can't because, uh, because Hamilton island, refused
0: to come back. Yes, yeah.
4: Yeah. Um, and then uh, it also we get the revelation that in the future the the where the from the point where the Terminator has been sent back from John Connor has been killed and he 's been and the, the Terminator was programmed by Kate Brewster in the future, but we don 't see any of that you know we've got this great glimpse of the future war in t two you know and this film you 're just like now nah, we 're not going to bother you showing you you know. You know, this, office, office. <laughs> this supposed like great general being taken down at the final moments of the war. Like, why would you want to see you, that? You
1: see Nick Starr with a scar on his face going Rah! Yeah. Rah! with a flag. What do you, what do you yeah.
2: need? <laughs> why you, would you want to see that when you could see Arnie in a pair of Elton John sunglasses? That's what the
3: people want. Yep. Don't forget that Macho Man is playing in the background for extra hilarity. <laughs> yes. Oh, God.
2: I lolled and lolled and lolled. <laughs> so,
0: last two points before we get to some pitches. Do you guys roughly know the budget and box office at all? Any guesses how much money did fucking it make? loads? I
2: it cost loads, but it <laughs> made fucking loads you're, of you're money. You're correct. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: In terms of it's like human really money, it's I'm, a lot of I'm money. I'm gonna
1: say it's going from 2003. So I'm gonna say it's 110 million. Interesting. And it will have made. I'd say it's made three or four hundred million. Okay. Dollars. Tim, any ideas? Pesos.
4: I'd say a little bit more than that. I'd say a budget of about. T- 200 million and I reckon it brought in
3: 400 million. Okay, Stuart. I'm going to say 90 million budget and mm. it brought in £3.72 <laughs> <laughs> and some buttons. No, um, uh, it brought Cat-free's in buttons. Uh, 200 million. I don't know.
2: I'm going to say 150 million, and I'm going to say it brought in 400 million. And I'd like to say that I'm in part responsible for that because even though I didn't like this movie, I sure as shit bought the toys. <laughs> yeah.
0: And uh, we'll get onto the toys in a second as well because I know Alec will love to talk about toys. The budget was in fact 187 million. Wow, Whoa, that's incredible. And it, incredible for and the it time. made 433 million. Yeah but most of that was alec on toys so. yeah and and 30 million of the budget was just schwarzenegger's purse he he was paid i think literally it was a bum bag <laughs> i need
2: four elephants to carry this to my dressing room <laughs> i need over an expensive and over actually and over okay need for elephants. my son. them
0: he was paid upwards of twenty-nine, between twenty-nine and thirty million dollars for his hell. appearance in this movie. Jeez. On top of that, he also received twenty percent of all the g- gross receipts of ticket sales, DVDs, TV rights, game licensing, and in-flight movie licensing for the, what the f-
3: fuck? for this film <sighs> worldwide. Were there any video games of Terminator? There yes. were a couple. Yeah, 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 There's two yeah. of them. Yeah. I can't place it. So what uh, system were they for?
2: One for PS2. One of them was PS2. The, the uh, one called Terminator 3 Rise
3: of the Machines is for PS2. Yeah, I, the Actual official? I did not know that. Yep.
2: Yeah. It's not good.
0: Surprise, surprise. <laughs> I probably could have guessed that bit. And the weird thing is, that scene where they smashed through the building, they couldn't afford to do it, so Arnie paid for it himself. Wow. wow. <laughs> That's how much of a baller, even 2003 Schwarzenegger, was just like, oh, I'll just pay for the building, it's fine. Wait, we I want think to I'm smash say through this building. Did it himself for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I will do it? Yeah. Yeah. Stand fast. Runs <laughs> into the wall. Falls yes. unconscious. <laughs> the
3: the goggles—they do nothing.
1: <laughs> I bought the airline. and it seemed cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> I was again a rather random point. I'm gonna. I might keep doing this throughout the episode, and I apologize. But th- again, it's just every now and again they crop up my head. Like, oh yeah, that's a really smart thing to do when they're trying to pick up uh, the Arnie body. Um, the paramedics or whoever they are that's like come on my guy come on oh he weighs a ton it's like yes of course he'd be heavy he's made of metal little things like that little things and then you obviously ruin it but uh, so so th-
2: you like this movie because it understands that robots are heavy and dangerous
4: <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> it's so, so central- those are
1: two of our central
4: themes
2: yeah <laughs> you have to remember i'm the kind
1: of person who refuses to give teddy bears to children because bears will fucking kill you don't give children bears, like, oh, he's cuddly. No, he's going to fucking kill what? you. What? <laughs> They're not
3: actual what? bears, Matthew. No, but
1: bear. Bear. Yeah, they are. A bear is a bear.
0: i <laughs> <laughs> to <Don't you> explain <laughs> the <laughs> concept of plush toys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's go on to you guys fixing it. Shall oh, we shit. Yeah. And I'm going to start off with Matthew
1: and Timothy. Hi. Hello. You don't have to do it again.
2: You did it at the start of the episode. We know
1: who you are. <laughs> right, would you want our team name first? I would like a team name, please, sir. Uh, yes. Tim, would you like to debut our team name? I will do. Our team name for this uh, we episode. We don't have to explain what it is, arguably because it's been covered. It's, it has been covered.
4: Mm, oh, we are the life and times of Chief Master Sergeant William Candy. <laughs> 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 whoa,
2: whoa,
1: whoa. Yeah, the title of this film is Terminator 3... Rise of the Machine. What?
0: What? Oh. oh my god! That's right. Just one eight hundred feet tall army. <laughs> yeah. um, no, it's the Bender statue from that episode. Yes, <laughs> yes. remember
1: me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but with a uh, you know Schwarzenegger voice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: No, it's not nice. Sergeant Candy's voice. <laughs> remember <Yeah>. me. <laughs> 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 <You're>... <laughs> elevator pitch, please, sir. Yes. Um, I'll defer to Tim for our elevator pitch.
4: Okay. Despite the events of the first two Terminator films, Judgment Day still happens. In the past, a damaged Terminator seeks out John and Sarah Connor, while the future John Connor completes a potentially war-ending mission.
0: Time-hopping potential there. Interesting. Interesting. Over to Stuart and Alec. Team name, film name, and elevator pitch, please,
2: sirs. Our team name is... The sequel is not set... There is no pitch, but what we make for it. Oh. <laughs>
1: do I have to say that Just whole The sequel yes. <laughs> is not set. <simple, laughs> <be fine. laughs> I want the whole thing. Do. These are two long-ass team names. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> the little Twitter poll allows for maybe a couple of characters. And it's like, oh, no. <laughs>
3: and our title is Terminator
2: Future Proof. Oh. Made in the year 2003. Mm. So, elevator pitch. Now an adult, John Connor must once again face off against the Terminator threat and prevent Judgment Day, but as history begins to repeat itself, Connor questions whether there really is no fate but what we make for ourselves. Mm.
0: Interesting, interesting. Mm. Okay,
1: it's very similar to our Matrix
0: pictures. <laughs> <laughs> you had time hopping adventures in your Matrix as well. So, mm. Yeah, yeah. So back to Bill Candy. Bill Candy. <laughs> That's what we're exclusively calling you both from now on. You can,
1: you can. It's not our full Just title. The two bills. It's disgraceful and
2: disrespectful, but all sure, the, we'll all take the two it. candies. Billy C, as some of us called him. Nobody <laughs> calls him. <too>. Or, <laughs> or, or Willie Candy. Exactly. Uh, William Candy. Bilbo the
3: Sweet. <laughs>
1: William Candy, of course, will be a character in a, ro- uh, a split care- role played by John Candy's ghost and <laughs> Billy Idol. <laughs> oh, my God.
2: Why isn't Billy Idol the Terminator? Was he oh in the shit. running for this? Like, I'm sure I, I so. heard somewhere, he was in the running for some ridiculous movie role that might have been the a support As A himself
1: and The Wedding Singer?
2: like, Like, before that, like, he was... Was Billy I think Billy Idol was in the running for the fucking Terminator. Or for the T one thousand. I think Billy Idol was the oh, first wow. choice For the T one thousand. I'm looking this shit up. I mean I'd
0: rather see Billy Idol as the T one thousand than hear Robert Patrick's like, cover of White so Wedding.
1: <laughs> 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 I think I'm gonna until heard it. I was convinced you were gonna say I'd rather see Billy Idol's penis than Robert Patrick's <laughs> <laughs> penis. I mean Yeah.
2: Billy Idol was almost the T1000 in Terminator 2. Fuck I did me. not Jesus. make that up.
1: Holy crap.
2: But unfortunately,
3: would... he was busy, so they had to go with an actor instead. Yeah, yes. oh, what a
0: shame. That's where they always
3: go wrong in the Have you seen Hiring actors boy? instead of <laughs> random musicians? <laughs> May I direct the audience back to our Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> so,
2: why, why the fuck Billy why Idol <laughs> isn't in our <laughs> No. You've migrated from Can we from make Fram- John Connor Billy Idol? Can we go back and do this again?
1: <laughs> You've migrated you from Frampton to Idol now. Oh, wow. Well. I don't think it is. Do you want some full details of what we've got planned and in store for you, Jack? Cast, and the cast crew, director, all that kind of good stuff. That's Please,
0: uh, William Candy. <laughs>
1: Billy Candy, <laughs>
4: <laughs> set yourself down for my a right fine
1: tale. I, I'm my, my main actually, character, Bill Candy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna lie, I might actually use that fucking voice in taiwan Played by Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> Here we go. Release year: the year 2009, years after Terminator 2. But I'm kidding. I'm gonna do this whole time. You sound like <laughs> fucking
2: Bill Paxton. Why are you there
1: <laughs> It's funny you should say that. <laughs> Or not. Oh, <laughs> uh, Tim, do you want to bounce back uh, Yeah, our director
4: will be the esteemed James Cameron. Hey. We're mm-hmm. getting him back. Mm-hmm. We've convinced him. He's a we hack. Found a story <laughs> good enough to tell.
1: He heard that <laughs> and he's crying. I'm sorry.
4: Uh, so, in our returning cast, we have Linda Hamilton as Sarah Connor, Edward Furlong as John Connor, Arnold Schwarzenegger as the T 800 and mm-hmm. previously playing an unnamed character, or I think perhaps punk number one, so. but we have named him Bullfrog Sinkowitz. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what?
4: Bill Paxton. Hey.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bullfrog Sinkowitz! Oh, dear God.
3: Oh. Off to
1: a strong start there, gentlemen. <laughs> okay, our new cast. The role of Commander John Connor being played by uh, the gentleman who's been in Air Force One, Lost in Space, it goes on to be in Hannibal and Harry Potter in the Prison of Azkaban, Gary motherfucking Oldman. Oh. In the role of a young Kyle Reese, or a regular age Kyle Reese, I guess, um, from Distead and Behaviour Gossip, goes on to be an X-Men, James Marsden. James Marsden? We it had another picture I did World's for... Westworld's James Marsden. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Uh, Oh, yeah, I didn't even mean, tweak that link. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, we had another person in mind, and then uh, Tim came up with Marsden, and I said, Oh, nice, be a pretty boy. And then he said, Yeah, Bean's a pretty boy. And look back pictures of him in Terminator 1 and go, Oh, yeah, mm. pillowy lips. <laughs> <laughs> Michael call <That>. pillowy <laughs> lips Bean. That's what he says on his business card. <laughs> okay, uh, we also have in the role of Lena Stamp uh, Angela Bassett. Mm. Uh, from Stella, got- Hoa, oh, back in the score and various other bits and pieces. The role of the T730, the T730, because we've also got numbers and all kinds of letters and bullshit because it's robots. I hope you're ready for numbers, folks. Yeah, <laughs> brace yourselves. Yeah, the T730, played by Ron Perlman. Whoa, mm.
0: okay. Mm.
1: Hellboy himself. Yeah. Mm. Uh, he'd been an alien resurrection, happy Texas at this point. Goes on to be an enemy of the gates, Play two, lots of other things. Uh, we have a role of Dr. Chen Na, being played, played by Ming Na Wen. Uh, who you love a bit of Ming Na Wen, don't you? Second, yeah, second time casting. It? No. Well, to be fair, the one was Mulan. She's the lead character. I so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I do like Ming Na Wen. I think she's good. Um, yeah, who she's been on since uh, Mulan. She was in the TV series Spore and Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within, etc., etc., etc. Wade Gannon is played by Paul Gannon. <laughs> 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 yeah, um, Wade Gannon is played by Gary Sinise. Oh, uh, who's been in Ransom and Snake Eyes. And in the role of Michael Turk, a very uh, charming PA guy, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, um, who had been at this the point... Year most 2000s, year the year 2000's 2000, yeah. Wow. So he'd been in wrestling at this point. He goes on to do The Mummy Returns and Scorpion King, but he's not really in, uh, in establishing much acting roles other than this is the
0: his... wrestlings. Mm. This, this is his feature film debut then, I, I guess. Kind of is, yeah. We believe yeah. his feature film yeah. debut. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, and we have one last thing to, to comment on.
0: Yes,
4: uh, our composer is david arnold who uh at this point has done independence day godzilla um, goes on to do changing lanes shaft uh, and he's also done several uh bond film themes mm, so right, right, right. he's done the world is not enough he'll go on to do casino royale and uh, I, I do love david arnold mostly just
0: i mean you're as, a bit of a composer nerd man i appreciate that about you oh thank you yeah i am i, 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 I
1: don't know I hate that. it yeah. Who invited (laughs) (laughs) Alan? When I was a kid, I watched Stargate and thought, this music is one of the best music I've ever heard. David Arnold, you say? And he just, as I say, he sort of drifts in and out of certain things, but he really should be in a lot more stuff, I think. Mm, Mm. Yeah, yeah, we think he'd be appropriate with his deep tones for this film. Mm. Over to Ashens and Plowman, a.k.a. The sequel is not
0: set. I'm not saying the rest of your title. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was longer than the title. <laughs>
3: cast, crew, directors, please, sirs. Certainly. The director, it must be Jimmy Boy Cameron. Uh, Cameron uh, back. Jimmy's back. Because he is our own last Double best dip Double Jimmy Cameron. For <laughs> our cast, appearing again as a T-800. There's a lot of them, you know. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's not coming to your birthday party, Jesus Christ. I <laughs> yeah. oh, fucking wish he was.
3: Present day John Connor will unfortunately, well, not that unfortunately, but slightly unfortunately, be played by Nick Stahl.
1: We're
2: giving him a second <laughs> chance oh, yes. I, yeah.
1: again. I don't ours yeah. being two thousand, yours two thousand and three. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. You that's your a your American <laughs> History X time, aren't
2: you, Yeah, so. correct. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Right,
3: yeah. Edward Furlong would not be in a state to unfortunately be making a feature film for mm. us oh,
0: yes. at yeah,
1: this
3: time. Future John Connor, Brolin, 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 oh. Josh Brolin. Interesting. Mm. Cable himself. Yeah. The TX, which in our version does not stand for Terminatrix, is Michelle Yeoh. Uh,
1: fun, mm-hmm. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah.
3: And General Brewster appears, but is a different actor. It is the mighty J.K. Simmons. Oh,
1: wow.
3: Yeah. Who also
2: appeared in Terminator Genisys. So he's getting, <laughs> his, he's getting his Terminator do-over. Fair play. Uh Yeah. <clears throat> so... Uh, practical visual effects for our movie will be done by Stan Winston Studios, mm-hmm. obviously. Uh, digital visual effects, though, Weta
1: Oh, uh, okay. the rings done, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're,
0: you're in the era of Weta Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And
2: we music by the returning Brad Fidel. Who retired in two thousand and three? So this will be his last ever movie, and what a movie to go out on!
1: Whatever will the theme be, Brad? <laughs> I was thinking just da-dun, dun 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 dun, but you know, yeah. maybe the ritalizers yeah. theme. <laughs> dun 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 dun, 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 dun. hey, drop this
3: rubber ball in a metal bin. Just listen. Du, 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 du. Hey, hey! Oh, the That's secret some history behind of behind the scenes knowledge. <laughs>
0: So you can join us next week. We will get into both teams' pitches. And we will properly fix Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. See you then, folks.
2: I got no idea.
0: It's a podcast. It's fine. <laughs>
1: Listen to it then,
2: folks. <laughs> Thanks for listening. See you next week. <laughs> next time on Secret Life. Use
1: your own fucking imaginations.
3: <laughs> We're tired.
2: The movie <laughs> was in your head all along. Uh-oh. Goodbye. <laughs>